With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. The Wright County Board of Supervisors during their regular meeting this week discussed making the Board of Supervisors Zoom meetings available on the county's website via a link. Wright County Information Technology Director Andrew Flagg informed the board that there have been requests to make all of the meetings on the Board of Supervisors available to the public. He said the easiest way to do that is to post a link on the county's website and then have videos available on the county's YouTube uh, channel as well. The board then approved posting the video links to the website. In other business, the Wright uh, County Board of Supervisors approved the reappointment of Mike Ryerson and Kent Rutherford as commissioners to the Economic Development Board with their terms ending December 31st, 2025. This week, the Butler County Board of Supervisors received funding requests from the County Fair Board, County Soil and Water Conservation District, and from the eight county libraries. All the amounts requested are the same as from one year ago. In other business, the Butler Supervisors approved an agreement with the Iowa Department of Transportation for the Traer Street Bridge Project in Green. Last night, the Butler County Sheriff's Department arrested 27-year-old Dustin Holm of Green on a warrant for failing to appear from the original charge of possession of a controlled substance second offense. Yesterday morning, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department transported from Saragordo County 27-year-old Tabor Eller of Hubbard, who was wanted on two Hardin County warrants for probation revocations. A so-called talent poll that was done by a coalition of the state's 15 largest chambers of commerce aims to find out what people who live in Iowa love about the state and equally as crucial what might make them want to move away. Dustin Miller, executive director of the Iowa Chamber Alliance, says Iowa has one of the slowest growing populations in the country and most employers statewide are desperate for new blood. We have to grow our population. Um, so the reason we did this talent poll was to really kind of put a marker out there to say, how do Iowans feel about the state? Can we learn things from a policy standpoint that we can take to policymakers and say, you know, child care is important, recreational opportunities is important. Iowa's slow population growth is creating a serious problem for economic growth, Miller says, as labor shortages can strangle expansion opportunities. He says most of the things survey respondents said were the positives that keep them here were of little surprise. When we look at why do people like the state they live in, we get small town feel, affordability, the people. You know, we find the Iowa nice is a real thing. One of the things that I don't think we talk about as Iowans enough is safety. That's a big priority for people, and it's something that, you know, if you've lived in other places, maybe as Iowans we take for granted. In the poll, 45% of respondents said Iowa's entertainment opportunities are inferior to other states. While outdoor recreation continues to be a major selling point, respondents age 18 to 29 said the lack of recreation was a major consideration for leaving Iowa. Miller says those responses are being taken very seriously. Cities like Davenport are reinvigorating their access to the Mississippi. The same with, you know, water trails in the Des Moines area, you know. Every single community that's a member has something like that. And we know that it's not as simple as boomers and Gen X like myself where you're just happy to have a job. We have to build these places around the state to attract new talent. Iowans' biggest concerns, according to the poll, are with stopping inflation and the rising cost of living. Those were the top priorities with 36% of respondents. The 15 chambers of Congress that are members of the alliance represent 17,000 Iowa members in uh, several communities, including 
Fort Dodge, the Cedar Valley, Marshalltown, and Mason City. The Hampton City Council has begun working on the city's proposed next fiscal year budget. Hampton City Manager Ron Dunt tells Radio On The Go News that some of the items being discussed to place in the fiscal year 2024 budget include a new fire truck, a water treatment plant improvement project, and a street improvement project. However, Dunt says the city is moving cautiously through this budget process as state lawmakers have announced a commitment to reduce property taxes in Iowa. Any reductions in property taxes will result in a full reassessment of Hampton's projects. This week, the Iowa Falls City Council passed on the first readings. Ordinance amendments concerning water user rates and the rates for sanitary sewer service and other business, the Iowa Falls Council deferred action on the sale of the property at 1003 Stephen Street and tentatively approved a 5% pay raise for non-union employees if it fits within the city budget. This week, the Sheffield City Council held a special meeting and held a public forum on whether or not the city should hire a second police officer. No public comments were received. There was extensive discussion by the council on the advantages and disadvantages of having one or two officers. A motion was made to have only one officer in the city, and the motion passed on a 3-2 vote. In other business, the Sheffield City Council discussed fiscal year 2024 budget special request and discussed city employee raises, which will be further discussed at the next council meeting. The Iowa Department of Education is now accepting nominations for the 2024 Teacher of the Year Award. Anyone can nominate a teacher, administrators, colleagues, students, parents, college faculty, and associations. For more information, go to educateiowa.gov. Again, that's educateiowa.gov. The National Weather Service has updated the snowfall totals from this week's storm to now show Nora Springs picked up 10.2 inches, while Alexander picked up 10 inches. Missouri received 9.8 inches of snow, 9.7 inches fell in Dows, 8.5 inches in Marble Rock, 8.4 inches in Thornton, and Mason City received 8 inches of snow. The latest U.S. drought monitor shows that 17% of Iowa has no drought conditions listed this week, mainly along the eastern and south-central sides of the state. A majority of the broadcast area remains in a moderate drought, one year ago, over 49% of Iowa had no drought conditions. And today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Sherry Bogue with a Franklin County Relay for Life who will discuss tomorrow's Coaches versus Cancer event taking place at West Fork High School in Sheffield. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.